This week on the old Ski Rex Media Podcast, we're doing one for the noobs. So anyone who is new to snow sports this season, or even if you were new to snow sports last season, or if you're just somehow new to it in some way at some time, this one's for you. Thanks for listening, Ski Rex Media Podcast. How are we doing, everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media once again this week. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoy it. I think you will. Um, at least I hope you will. I, as I said, I don't know if you're going to enjoy this one. I never know at the beginning, and honestly, I never know at the end, but that's up to you whether you enjoy it or not. If you do, think about subscribing or following, no matter if you are watching on the YouTube channel or if you're listening uh, to the audio version on one of the many many directories you can get it uh, which we'll talk about later but don't forget to subscribe during the episode or hit the like button if you're on youtube all that good stuff show me that you enjoy it and tell me too but we'll get all to all that at the end let's get to the topic this week's topic is all about the noobs the new people the newcomers why do that i'll tell you why it sparked off while we were down at big snow a couple weeks ago I just got my first, um, dude, I've been talking about it almost nonstop, um, even on Ski Rex Media. If you go in, there's a written recap and review of Big Snow. There's the video version. I, I talked about it in a couple other pieces. I finally got back on skis after six years. We went to Big Snow and did it. Now, one of my concerns was that I would be skiing like a noob, not saying that's a bad thing, just saying that's something that I wouldn't expect because been doing it since I was 12 on and off obviously I took a bunch of years off so now I'm back on and I was thinking I was going to be looking like a noob or at least skiing like a new person which I didn't I didn't obviously not to the level I once was but I uh I, I'm definitely above a beginner level but there's nothing wrong with being a noob it's always funny to me how people pick on new people who are just learning noobs and that's and anything, whether it's snow sports or not snow sports or online video games. God damn, if that's not some of the most brutal verbal brutality you can ever come across is in online gaming. And people are like, you fucking noob. It's like, bro, you were a noob once too. I'm sorry that I didn't take to it like you did, asshole. Anyway, nothing wrong with being a noob. Always better to be a noob at a younger age. Um, this, this one's for the parents uh, of the kids they think might want to get into snow sports. Start them off young. We talk about that. Um, get those noobs in there when they are two feet tall, man, when they are two years old, whatever age they can get into it, whatever age they're walking and can get into it. Now you could say, is that pushing it too hard? No, I've seen kids really young, single digits start skiing. I didn't start until I was 12. Um, which is still pretty good, but when you can get them younger, get those noobs out there really, really young. Now, why? Now, when we talk shit, you know, any of us, we're like raising them right, getting them started right, getting them started young. Yeah, we're it, it kind of like, kind of almost seems like we're kind of, that, that's hardcore, man. If you're a hardcore skier, your kids are on skis or snowboards at, from right out of the womb. They drop out in the uh, in the delivery room and then bam, right out back and onto a hill. No, um, it's always good to start younger. That's in snow sports. That's if you're looking uh, looking to learn or looking to have them learn musical instruments, um, play other games, um, other sports. It's always good to start them young. In snow sports, the big advantages are 
well, really there's two giant advantages. Um, number one, they're low to the ground, low center of gravity, the little ones. You know, you see them out there and you see these little adorable all you know, packed up in their, in their coats and their snow pants and everything. And, uh, like, that's pretty cool. I was like, yeah, but they have a low center of gravity, man. It's not like us tall adults, you know, or taller adults or not even super tall adults. You can be a short adult, but you're still much taller than you were when you were a little micro sized little kid. And, you know, they got that low center of gravity, man. It's, it's like, when you lower a car, it can handle better. If you have a lower person, they're going to handle better. That's just the way it is. And uh, get them out there for that, man. It's so much easier. Plus, they, they have no fear. They have no fear. That's one of the biggest problems about being a noob as a, an adult. We have fear. We have fear. We are afraid of getting hurt. We 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 have a um. We have. I don't mean to get too dark, but we have this this this. We're, we're aware of our own mortality. You know what I mean. We know we could die, and we know what that means. So little kids don't have that. They don't understand that yet. They don't know anything. They just know they're outside following around someone telling a pizza or French fries. That's it. Plus, kids are sponges, man. You ever throw out the old F-bomb and then a little two-year-old you didn't see is staying it over and over again? And like that with everything. Kids learn better. I don't know if that's true across the board. I think it is, though. I really do. If you're going to, and if you get them out there young and they're doing it and they're doing it, they're eventually going to tell you, I don't like this. And then you'll know. Like, definitely make sure your kids try, like, especially if you're putting them into uh, any sport. You know, make sure they try. Don't let them do it just once and say, no, I don't like this. Like, let me be, try, talk them into it. Be like, look, you're not going to know if you like it until you actually do it. So get out there and do it. Being a noob as a kid is easier. And we know that. And that's all I really have to say on that part. You could say, wait, that's it for that part of the segment is little kids and that's like a two-minute segment? Yeah, man, because it's true. It's absolutely true that the little ones learn better. They learn faster. They're physically able because they got that low center of gravity. They're not afraid of anything. They soak up everything, literally, too. I bet when you get them wet, they're just, you know, you got to shake them off and send them on their way. Skiing can be wet if you're doing it in the spring. But it's not so easy as an adult. And that's really what this is geared towards, being a noob as an adult. Because the season's starting. It was snowing here this morning. It's Monday the 2nd. Um, so, I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but I hope you enjoyed your Halloween weekend. I hope you came through it safely. I hope you trick-or-treated safely. Um, it really didn't seem that different to me, except everybody had their stuff set out on tables out front. Um, like their candy bowl and, you know, candy trays and things like this. And it was just set up out front and they would come to the door and wave and talk for a minute. And then everybody would go along, you know, go about their business. Um, pretty easy. So I hope you enjoyed your Halloween weekend. It is Monday the 2nd and it snowed here at the old HQ this morning. It snowed in other parts of Vermont that were much higher up actual inches of snow. Um, I think I saw anywhere from two inches to five inches in some places and it might even gotten more you know by now it's afternoon now so who knows how much is actually out there um but the season starting is the point and you could be thinking well you know since since the well in the in the age of the covid19 pandemic you know outdoor sports have been kind of like a very big thing gained a lot of popularity you're outside and away from people or away from people as best you can believe me 
I was out on hiking trails and was running into people constantly. Um, so maybe it's not as social distance, but it's more than, you know, some activities you could do. Skiing and snowboarding and other snow sports can be very socially distant um, because you got this whole mountain to play on. And and that's if you stay inbounds on resorts. If you're going um, uphill, backcountry, that kind of thing, um, you know, there's going to be even less people. But don't think there's going to be zero people. You will run into people in places you would never believe you'd run into them. I learned that while um, exploring the desert in Las Vegas. Um, I found more people in places I didn't expect to find people. And that happened all the time. All the time. Which is fine. Um, I prefer it. It's safer when there's more people around. Obviously, if someone gets hurt, someone else can call, you know, ambulance. That kind of thing. Um, so skiing and snowboarding is outdoor sports. Other snow sports, they, they fall into that. And people are going to want to get into it. And they're going to be noobs and they're going to be adult noobs. And what do you do? Are you scared? I understand. These snow sports fall under the category sometimes of action sports. And action sports can be scary because they can be dangerous. And snow sports are dangerous. And I can't, and it sucks because I can't just come out and tell you, don't be scared. I was scared two weeks ago, or was it two weeks ago? Oh, no, just over a week ago when I was at Big Snow, and I hadn't done it in a while. I was scared. I was terrified. But one run, and that was it. That was it. It was done. You know, no worries. Um, because I had done it before, but not everybody has done it before. And you might be scared. And I can't tell you to not be scared, because fear is what it is. Fear is a good thing. It is not a negative thing. Emotions themselves are not negative or positive. It's all about how one deals with it, how one reacts to it, and what happens because of it. And that's a whole thing we can discuss um, some other time. But the fact is, I can't tell you, don't be afraid. Because I, like I said, I was afraid. I'm afraid of other things. I have irrational fears. I'm afraid of flying. That makes no sense. I'm afraid of the dark. That makes very little sense. You know, but I... I face them, kind of, but I can't get over them. So that's the best I can give you is try and face your fear the best that you can. It's not always easy. It's better to do with friends. It's even better to do with an instructor, which is the first tip I would give you as a noob. Pay for the lessons. Some people say, well, no, my friend skis. They can teach me. Maybe they can. If your friend is even a professional ski instructor, of course, they should be able to teach you. The thing is, when they're teaching you, it's not a job. It's just being out and hanging out with your friends and unless they are a very serious person, it could go wrong. Just pay for the lessons. Just pay for them. When they're on the clock, they're as they're likely to be all business. You know, doing my business suit uh, gesture. Um, <laughs> they're all business. So pay for the lesson. It's totally worth it. These are professionals training. And you could say, but and like I just said, you could have a friend who is a PSIA certified instructor, but. They're not on the clock. They're just your friend. And I'm not saying that's going to be guaranteed not a good thing. It could be It could be a very good thing. Absolutely. But I'm not willing to take that chance. I wouldn't take the risk. Pay for your lessons. Pay for them. They're on the clock. It's all business. And if they teach you like shit, you can, you can sell them out. Why not? <laughs> you know, sell them out. Because um, they are there to do the best job they can do. And I don't think I've ever met a bad ski instructor. Not to say they aren't out there. And not to say there aren't some exceptional ones out there as well. Um, I've met some really good ones in my day. And I think that it's the best way to go. I've taught people how to ski successfully and unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully, excuse me. Unsuccessfully. Um, and... Even whether it's un, whether it's the person came out of it not being able to do it very well, or it's the people who came out being able to do it and now 
well, I don't know about now because I haven't skied with them in a while, but um, were able to handle a majority of the terrain around the mountain. Um, they learned from me and they did well, but even them, I think would have had a better experience with someone who is trained to teach people who is experienced at teaching people who can look at someone and say, all right, this is definitely your issue. I can theorize and I might be right. I might be wrong. A professional will look at a professional. Look at me today. Like I should be out taking refresher courses. That's what I should be doing. And I'm not, um, yet, obviously I, I probably should have, um, not going to lie, it does make me sound like a hypocrite, but we're not talking about refreshers. We're talking about noobs. Noobs definitely pay for your lessons. It's worth it. Um, refresher, I probably should have. Other people should have. But I did well enough where I didn't hurt anybody and I didn't hurt myself. So I can go out on a hill and just work my technique. That's actually the brilliance of a solo day is you can work on your technique. So get your lessons. If you are a noob and you're getting into it, get it. Plus, it'll help you alleviate your fear. They're going to keep you in the damn learning area. It could be that nice terrain-based learning that they got in some places. That's pretty slick um, and works out pretty well. Learn from people. So Try not to be afraid and face your fear if you can. Like I said, I can't tell you not to because I'm a chicken shit when it comes to a lot of things. Um, and then get your lessons from somebody. Professional. Absolutely. It'll help you out. Uh, number three, when it comes to being a noob, don't feel that you have to gear up. Wrench your stuff. Buy the stuff that you know you're going to use again. Because if you are a noob and you're watching it and you're like, wow, this looks really cool. Yeah, I want to try it. Yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, I want to be a snowboarder. I want to be a skier and or a snowboarder. Buy your coat, buy your gloves, buy your hask, buy your face mask, buy your helmet. Well, you know, the, the helmet's a toss-up. Helmet and goggles is a toss-up because what if you don't do it again? And then what if you don't use that helmet? What if you don't, say, skateboard or inline skate or, or, or ride a bike in the summer? Now you have a helmet you're looking to resell, which is always a, you know, always a thing. You can always resell it. Someone will always buy your used gear no matter the condition. If, as long as you the priced right and you're honest about it, someone will buy it. Absolutely. Um, but the, when you gear up, you know, the helmet, eh, the goggles, eh, maybe, maybe not. But buy the stuff you know you're going to reuse. Jacket, if you live in a cold uh, cold area, you're going to reuse it. Um, gloves, you're going to reuse them. Hat, um, scarf, uh, warm face mask, um, COVID face mask, um, things like this, snow pants, boots, things you know you could reuse. Um, you know, some would say, should I buy skis? I was like, don't buy them until you know you like it and you're going to do it rent for those lessons and and the rentals are usually part of the a part of the rental package anyway so you might as well get your money worth you know why bring your own gear if you're paying the same for renting it um don't don't buy for a couple reasons number one you don't know if you're gonna like it um or or if you're you know some people just aren't capable you know what i mean like there's there's sports i've tried that i've never gotten the hang of um i don't own those any equipment for those sports um you know, as well as other things in life, you know, um, I'm not good at them. So I don't own the equipment for them. If I do happen to play, it's, you know, someone else has brought the ball. You know what I mean? I don't have a football. I can toss a football, but I don't play well. 
um, hockey, skating. I've never really done ice skating, so I don't own a pair of ice skates. If I were to go ice skating with friends, if the place we're going has rental skates, that's probably what I would do. And then if I realized I really liked it and was doing it like every other week, then I would go buy skates. Um, same with inline skates. I don't own a pair anymore. I never really got the hang of it. Um, I can go on flat ground, but I've been hurt pretty good on skates. I broke a, I broke a wrist on skates. I don't own skates. You know, a bicycle, I know how to ride. Ride pretty well. I have one. It was a cheap one, but I have one. You know, and it's it's cheap, but it's geared to what I do. You know what I mean? I'm not a freestyler. I'm not, you know, a big downhill mountain biker. You know, I just like to get out on the road in the trails and ride. You know, not 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 crazy stuff. Um, so I have that. I have a bike, but like I said, in light skates, I don't. Same goes with skiing, snowboarding, other snow sports, or even winter sports, or other action sports for that matter. You know, rent your gear, borrow your gear if you could. Um, I wouldn't suggest that really with everything. Some stuff I think you probably could get away with that, um, but not everything. And um, if you, you know, if you rent it because you might not like it. You might not be able to do it. In the case of snow sports, skiing and snowboarding, what if you take your first ski lesson, two ski lessons, like, damn, skiing's not for me, and you end up on a snowboard instead, and you get the hang of that, and you really like it, and you keep doing it. You didn't know that until you did it. Always do it first. It's part of research. In fact, research. Research the gear you're going to need beyond that. You know, what if you are already a seasoned skier and snowboarder and you want to try a different type, say, of skiing or snowboarding, uh, not just inbounds resort riding? What if you want to try park riding? What do you need? Do your research. Again, if you can... If you, if you can get away with renting gear or borrowing gear, like for instance with park riding, if you are big into safety and you have your helmet and, uh, and well, don't borrow someone's mouth protection. That's just gross. I mean, I guess if you sanitize and everything, it's not really super gross. Um, it really isn't. I mean, I've kissed girls. Same thing. You know, the spit is being swapped no matter what. But there's something about someone else's mouth guard sanitize it first uh it's like i think even dentists recommend not putting a friend's retainer in your mouth i could be wrong about that i never needed a retainer i never had braces i never had any of that so i didn't do that i never put someone else's in my mouth but you know i have shared soda pops and i have kissed girls so there you go um you know or but all kidding aside you know chest protection um knee pads elbow pads depending on your level of safety gear everybody's a little different you know um some people do wear elbows but not knees some people wear knees not elbows some people wear mouth guards chest protection back protector hips you know whatever it is you know see if you can get into that gear without a full financial commitment that way you don't have to you know like i said resell it it's not hard to resell but you're probably not getting what you paid for it you know what i mean do the research to see what you need what you can just use and then try it mountaineering and backcountry same idea and those are things you definitely need you definitely should get someone professional to teach you how to because that's like the dangerous of the dangerous so that's where we're at so far with noobs um don't be afraid if you can help it, but I understand if you are, but try and face it. Get someone to teach you who knows how to teach and is probably paid to teach because they're on the clock and they have to do it at that point. And when you gear up, don't buy it until you know that you like it and you're going to keep doing it and how much you're going to do it. Again, you don't need the same level of equipment if you do something 
five times a season versus a thousand times a season. You know what I mean? Pro level gear versus, you know, street level gear, I guess you could say, or no, not street level, but um, commercial level gear. You know what I mean? So know, <laughs> know yourself, know who's teaching you, know what gear to get and make sure you have fun doing it because these things are fun to do. Don't get, try not to get frustrated and don't try not to. And that kind of goes along with who's teaching you and being afraid. Don't get frustrated because even if you're not afraid, you could get frustrated. And I have seen people get frustrated and just throw shit down and like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing it again. And it's just because they got frustrated or because they got cold. Don't be afraid to admit these things either. Like, oh, but they say, I'm cold. And we'll start stuffing hand warmers in your jacket if we have to, just to keep you out there. Because once you get... Once you get moving, you're not cold anymore. You might even be taking off a layer. That's the beauty of layering. You know, know your gear, know what you want to do, get someone to teach you or pay someone to teach you that that that's professional, especially the harder you get. Obviously, park riding, you need someone who could teach you park. Um, inbounds, just regular old trail riding, that's, you know, get a start for that. At backcountry, get someone to teach you how to do that. Get the right person to teach you. Get the gear that get the gear you'll reuse until you know you like it, and then obviously you'll do the research and buy what you want or what you need, or you know balance the what you need and what you want. And that's it, man. That's it. Like I'm sure there are others who will give you a whole list, like a top ten list or any kind of list. Like new to this, here's what you need. It's very basic and very simple. You you just need to know that especially as an adult, it's likely you're going to be scared. And if you're not, that's awesome. And that, that will help, but you are. So you have to, yeah, you have to face that. You have to know. And it's like anything though. Um, if you are afraid, you, you really could be afraid. It, anything could be dangerous. Driving a car is dangerous, but we don't think about it because the likelihood of getting in an accident is minimal. Flying in an airplane. That's the one I can't get past. I know what could happen if something goes wrong, but what's the chances of something goes wrong? It's astronomical. It's nearly impossible. It just doesn't happen. Thousands upon thousands of flights every day, even now during a multi-wide, multi-country global pandemic, still hundreds, thousands of flights going every day, millions of people flying, and all, all of them come out fine every single day. It's astronomical that something can go wrong. And the same in snow sports. You know, you hear about the big accident that happened on a hill on a, on a Saturday somewhere. And you're like, God damn, skiing's dangerous. It was one person out of 10,000 that was there on that mountain that day. You know, so it's really, it's dangerous, but it's not dangerous. I know that's stupid to say, but it's 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 no more dangerous than walking down well no that's a lie it is more dangerous just walking down the street but if you if you if you're patient don't get frustrated and learn from someone who can teach you and then stay within your limits while you're learning it's less dangerous nothing to be scared of but i understand if you are but you have to acknowledge that that's something else about being a noob acknowledge that you are scared and tell the person teaching you tell them dude i'm freaking out and they will be like, all right, I got you. And they'll take care of it. You know, they'll show you what to do. And again, as you do it, you will be less scared. Um, again, and that I kind of got away from what I was saying here to close this up. But like I was saying was that someone will tell you, this is everything you need to know about being a noob. No, acknowledge that you're scared. If you are, try to face it. If you're not, that's great. Number two, get someone to teach you. 
I say pay for it. If you want to have a friend teach you, there are advantages to that. Obviously, it's more comfortable, but they're, you know, what if they're not a trained ski instructor? What if they're just someone who skis? You know, you're going to have a better experience with a trained ski instructor. Um, and again, again, if you, you say, my best friend's a trained ski instructor, they might take care of you, but then again, they might not be all business because you're having a good time too. It's hard to stay business when you're having a good time um, and not on the clock. You can have a good time at, at your job, but that's different than having a good time off the clock. And you know it. You know I'm right. I'm right on this one. I know it. Yeah. Um, so get the right per Don't be afraid. And if you are, face it if you can. Get the right person to teach you. Don't buy gear except for the stuff you know you're going to reuse until you like doing it. That's really it. And I did have a fourth thing there, but you know what? It really comes down to those three things. And you can do that. And pass buying, that's not a thing with this. You could say, well, doesn't that go with pass buying? I'm like, no, because you'll get that again. Don't buy a pass, like a season's pass, until you know you're going to like it. Um, I almost wonder if that's going to be a thing this year. People are like, I'm buying my season pass because I want to do outdoor sports and it's COVID-19 and I don't want to be stuck in a house. So I'm going to go to something that, you know, is socially distant and skiing and snowboarding and, and backcountry skiing and all this and that. And they bought a pass somewhere and they're going to use it twice and be like, well, this sucks. I don't like it. And that'll be that. And you spent that money and you may be able to get it back. But what if you can't? Know you like something before you spend the real money. Does that all make sense? This, you know, some people would make a lot out of being a new person. Like I said, don't let anybody talk trash either. Someone talks shit about you being a noob, tell them, um, yeah, I've never done it before, jackass. Hence the reason I'm new to it, a noob. So obviously I'm not going to be a superstar. I mean, there are those who are talented, who will strap stuff on, have an instructor show them once, and then they're off to the Olympics. It happens. Talent is a real thing. Um, but for the rest of us, normal people, what's normal, right? For the average person is more, uh, is more uh, accurate to say, we have to, be, we have to learn how to do it. And everybody did and everybody does. So it's always really stupid when someone talks shit at a noob. It's like, come on, man. It's just a new person. They're new to it. Help them out, dude. Like, you know, there's no reason for that. You know, be, be more, be more pissed off or talk more shit at the person who is experienced and is pulling stupid shit like say something to that person don't say anything to the new person the new person is just new and they're doing what they're doing it's the experienced asshole that's the problem and i'm not talking a positive asshole like yours truly and people like me we're positive assholes it's a whole different ball game we're not mean you know our, our shenanigans are cheeky and fun that's it you know what I'm saying? I hope so. Don't be afraid to be a noob. I know as an adult it's hard, but um, try to get into it and try and keep going, man. Um, and, you know, after this year when the capacity restrictions are gone and you can go more often with everybody, man, def definitely get into it. Like, if you don't want to do it this year because it's hard to get time into the ski, you know, I'm not 100% sure how everybody's running their ski school. We've talked about capacity limits and, and ticket limits and pass holders doing this and parking reservations and you know, limited services, you know, I've actually, now that I think about it, have not really seen something, um, with, um, well, we talked to jumping Steve, um, on, on, um, jumping Steve from peace of power on his interview here on the old podcast. And he said, he's not a hundred percent worried about it, doing it teaching. Cause he teaches, um, he's an instructor over at Waterville Valley and, you know, he's not a hundred percent worried about doing it, but we didn't really 
get into and he because we didn't know yet at that time what ski school is going to look like so we'll have to see we'll have to wait and see but get into it i'm absolutely encouraging you to get into it. i'm not going to be one of these guys who says i don't want a lot of people skiing because i want don't want the mountains to be overcrowded screw that i know where to go where it's not overcrowded anyway and i know when which is also something we could talk about after you've gotten a little bit more experience and you know what if you're new i'll take runs with you i may not spend the whole day with you because i i'll spend a whole day with you but it's not gonna be all day just skiing greens i'm gonna want to explore the mountain um, and I'll, I'll help you to explore it the best I can, but there's going to be times. You know what I'm saying? Is that selfish? Is that wrong? I don't know. Let's close up this episode um, in uh, hopes that maybe for the new people, maybe you know, I just gave you the easiest way in the world to be a noob and how to handle it and all that stuff, and I hope it made sense, and I hope you enjoyed the presentation of it, and I hope it's actually accurate. So if it was accurate and you didn't like it, thank you so much for that. You can tell me that um, a couple of ways. Hit the like button here on on the old youtube version um make sure you subscribe as well please um if you are the if you listen to the audio only version that's awesome too because you can subscribe follow each platform uses um a different term for follow or subscribe or there's another one i can't remember what it is but there's so many because there's spotify iHeartRadio, buzzsprout google podcast apple podcast stitcher um there's like two or three more that you could find the uh, uh, Ski Rex Media podcast on. you. So you pick your favorite and you use the one you want to use, okay? And that's how you, another way you could tell me you enjoyed it. Or you can go and follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those. Follow Ski Rex Media for various content along those. And you can leave comments and message through those as well, as well as going to skirexmedia.com, which can also be subscribed to. Or you can go to Patreon, or you can go to the merch site, Go to the description of the episode and you can find so many ways to contact and or follow and or support and or be a part of the Ski Rex Media podcast and all Ski Rex Media across the board. I even take fan submission ideas and we talk about that and you do get credit. Um, So if you have something, let me know and we'll talk about it. All right. Plus, I can always use people telling me what they want to talk about because my creativity gets shot out sometimes. Even today, I didn't get as much done as I wanted because I'm just staring at a keyboard and nothing's coming out of the brain. It happens. Nobody's perfect. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Hashtag thank you for watching. And I will see you on the next one. Enjoy the winter. Enjoy the snow as it falls. I hope as a new person, you're going to come out and ride and we'll all take rides with you and we'll all have a good time. How's that sound? Thank you again. This is Tim from Ski Rex Media. So long. Thank you.